Hashem, we hope to have a Shia Sunday morning with the introduction to Shavtim and Navi, and then uh, hopefully Monday night before Yom Kippur. It's not good practice to cancel the Shia right before Yom Kippur. So we're going to have it, not that there's any reason to. Um, people have asked me over the years, isn't there a Chiyav Daraisa to eat? I said, yeah, there's no Chiyav Daraisa to go shopping. Chiyav Daraisa is to eat. You say, how do you get one without the other? If the Eze Kinegda uh, has the schus and the wherewithal, if not, then you help out after hours. We're on page 16, and we... What? We have plenty of... That's already... I don't know. I We're either quoted or misquoted, allegedly, to be sucking on candies all day. It's a big shadow whether that does anything. Second, I can't all day. You don't have a gazayis at any given point. Is that a key? And so, say that for every Yom Kippur. But if you just eat regular and try to eat a little more, and you eat a little more by the sitting of the seconds anyway, it, it doesn't really say that you have to be eating the entire day. Is it even a hider if you have a sucking candy in the mouth? Obviously, some held that it was. It's not, not a pushit. So, you can uh, the candy might not, might not help so much. Page 16. So we had the famous Maisa with the Grom, quoted in the Tesis Maisa Rav, where Rav Zalman Mivalajin fell asleep, and the way the story is initially understood, his hand touched the bowl where the fruit was, and the guy said to cut the fruit, throw it in the latrine, don't sell it to a guy, might end up in the hands of the Yid. He was very concerned. He obviously held that it was also Bediyevid, which we already saw. There were many Mekilim among them, the Chagam Mishabur. And there were Machmirim, besides the Groh, who held that you should not be consuming it. The problem with the issue that they're being Medayik, in terms of the story, is that it doesn't sound like his hand touched the food, it sounds like it touched the bowl. And does the Ruach Tumor transfer from the bowl to the food? That was the question which we're going to attempt to answer tonight and perhaps Monday night. And on page 16, go to the second column in the Sisse Nevenim, and we will see what well, we already started looking at the second paragraph. What is the Anhaga if you touch a fruit or a vegetable and it has a klipa and you plan on peeling the klipa? Does that help or does it need to be washed off or does it not have? And he tikkun according to those who hold it's also a diavid. Hinei risi shadas kam peskim. Second paragraph. Shem nagab yirakas a perish adel lakalfan kam shnalta yadov. Af perish aderach lakalfan means that they normally peel them. If they don't, then it's eaten as is. We don't look at it as a peel. We look at it as aicha. That's why he said derech lakalfan. Page sixteen, second column. And there are those who say that even if it's the derech to peel it, and you do peel it, you still have to wash it as you would wash the fruit to get the ruach tumor off. Mavur. One could understand or misunderstand from that. Sha'af shalanag of a pri, you didn't touch the pri, you touched the orange peel. So you see from here that it does go to what you touch and further, hence 
the pshat in the story with a zalman and the gross bowl with the fruit. It went to the bowl and then went on to the fruit. And he says, very convincingly, that it's not a demian. Come, come near. It's an orange with a klipa, but it's an orange. It's not a superimposed thing on top of the orange. It's not a separate kli. It's a separate item. It's a bowl. It's a plate. You don't have a raya from the position of those place came that hold you still have to wash it off and they hold its mutter if you don't that's the eitzateva to try to mitigate it and the place would hold that its usher would hold its usher completely he says whatever you hold over there it's not a riot to here because here it's a an apple sitting on top of a bowl of a plate and the two have very little shaykhs so now he gets to the Shaila itself. Is there any way to prove that the transferring of the Ruach Ruach happens even to a second level from the bowl to the fruit? He has two rise he wants to bring that it does not transfer. We saw that the person gets up in the morning. This is the general Hanhagas Abaiker, and it talks about the various Bechzashach. And we say them all together now. But Medina de Gemara, it was each step, the Shvach to Akash Baruch, you're able to do it, you're able to sit up, you're able to stand up, the ground is not shaking, Rokar Aslamayim, Malbesharumim. And one of the things mentioned is Kishiyah Mishnasa Bebeker, Omeniach Yadav Aleinav, and you. Put your hands on your eyes, over your eyes. And the Taz is assuming that you might also be saying these brachas if you're doing it. Again, we don't we do them all together later after we watch Nagavasa. But the way it's said over in the Gemara, it sounds like as soon as you're awake, even slightly, and you're putting your hands over your eyes. You're already making the bracha. So Taz assumes that means before Matilda's a dime. How can you be touching your eyelids? How are you even making a bracha? We already said, because if you didn't, if you didn't touch, if you know for sure you didn't touch uh, the chemist tenefis, that's possible. Why is the Gemara saying that that would be the standard operating procedure is a good shayla? But the Taz is assuming that you're putting your hand over your eyes, not that you're now sitting at the edge of your bed, you wash your hands, and you're now doing all this. It sounds like the first instinctive reaction somebody when they suck, wake up is they're putting their hands over their eyes. Why is that so? I don't know. Do you put a camera by your bed tomorrow morning? I don't know if, any, if I'd ask any of you, do you do that in the morning? If you would know whether you do that in the morning. Some people rub, rub their eyes because they're always... I'm saying your average uh, non-Jew, is that what he does in the morning? The first thing you do? You have running water. Is it easier to do that with water or visine? I think it's the American way. You have to get to the bathroom. You have to get to the bathroom. Okay, you have to be able to open your eyes. Okay. But the Taz is assuming, clearly, that he didn't wash Nagavas yet. Shamar al Divi Machabari Aslan Gabayna of Kaidan Shanadiyad of Hare Mashmas Machabar, whom? 17. Shamar Yushadayan Lanadiyad of Kaskan Vanasa Machabar, Shikabayna of Ayyade Begas. The Taz says, not a problem. Must be you're touching it with a Begad. Taking the sleeve of your pajamas, taking a tissue, 
which didn't have that. So we're all assuming that, yes, it even includes a case. The original way of doing it is where you touch your eyes before you did anything, and you'd be saying, the bracham of See from there that we know that there's no danger if you're holding a, I use a Kleenex, even though it's thinner, but it's still a picture of Shmata, and he's going like this, or he takes his sleeve, and the Ruach Ra is being um, transferred, maybe, maybe, maybe not, we didn't talk about non-food items yet, but if it's transferred to the Shmata, or the tissue is not being transferred to the eye. And that's what Taz says, and later on, I'm agree. And the original case of Gigis, which is most Hummer, he says you can touch the Gigis with a hefsik of a beggar. That's Raya number one. Raya number two, Bez. I near Lachim, I had the custom of Chabra, but if you had Bez, Sheem, Shishachiyada, Bekli, Shamayim, I feel a gimel pamim. If you don't pour in your hands, it doesn't work. If you have a bowl of water and you put your hands in and you swish them around three times, it doesn't do anything. Also, does not get the Ruach Ra off. Why not? So, I would have said the reason it doesn't work is because the Gemara we started with said that this Ruach Ra is very finicky. You've got to follow the instructions. If you don't do it exactly the way. It's programmed to leave. It doesn't work. And it's programmed that you got to pour on the hand. One, two, three, four, five, six. He says there's a bigger problem here. As soon as you put your hand in the first time, everything in the bowl, the water is tummy. Based on this, the Peskim says, you should be careful when you wash Negevasser, when you're trying to wash Negevasser the right way, Pour it over your hand. I don't know if anybody does that. You pick up a clay, it's got handles. The more Mohutika ones have two handles, some of them have one handle. If it doesn't have a handle, you can hold the outside, but make sure as you're cupping your hands over the cup, you don't put your thumbs in or any other finger for that matter. That's a good habit to learn when you're serving soup as well. Uh, and other such. You, whatever you're trying to maneuver, you don't have to have the fingers inside. If you're trying to do it quickly, you, before the water starts coming out, you might be already bringing your hand into the water that's about to... So he's saying you through. should be careful, which is, again, a good training for serving soup and all sorts of other food over there. It's just not appetizing over here. The Ruach Ruach is going to get in. So they bring a Raya that if you can't do Shishak in the bowl because you're going to time the thing at first touch... And you're also going to do it if you put your thumb in. Does it affect, what? Does it affect the hand if there's water on the handle? Does that work? No, okay. no, no. That's a, it's a different issue. But washing for bread to have your hands uh, dry and then not touch it. No, because he's bringing your raya. Is what, the second raya is it doesn't go through the handle. If you have a time to wear the handle, it doesn't go through the handle to the cup. That's exactly his raya. The, the water on the handle is there, and then your hand touches the same water that just touched your your hand is rough, rough. Now, as you touch the handle while it's wet, it's, it's washing it off. It's, 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 it's washed off. Your hand is wet, and the handle is wet. But the handle is wet with your, with, with the rough, 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 r
You also would need six handles. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> or eight if you hold like the whole guy. Yeah, we are saying. Now, so let's, let's, let's get to it, Ryan, and we'll discuss all the scenarios. Vim Neymar. If the assumption was that when you touch the kli, the tumor, so to speak, goes on the kli and then goes into the water, obviously, this doesn't happen. If it did, it cannot go through the Kli. Of course, all this is going to leave us with the Kasha, with the Maestro of Azalman, which we will still try to address. If you look at Tez Zion, he has a possible Dichli. What? You say the handles is a little bit removed. Mm, it's soldered to the thing. Okay, It's a piece of plastic. I don't know how to make them in the factory. But... It's yeah, it's a yeah. The clay is built as the clean. It's I think it's molded. How do they make these things? They make it with one piece of plastic and they mold it out of the attachment. Now it's a what? Okay. It's a chilly question. Is would that be a machalik if this was a problem? He holds it's obviously not a problem because not everybody has handles. Maybe they didn't have handles. Means have his raya. Okay, but his rai is in the good direction. So you don't need to say, you don't need another heter. His rai is never pushed. They probably didn't have handles often. And um, even if we're in America and we can buy them relatively inexpensive purchase, there are people who use cups without handles. And that's okay. And we don't assume the tomb is going in. Take a look at Tez Zion. Avram has. An interesting chiddush. Shem hichnis yadav v'sech hakli rak laherik tzas lichlech miyadav. Gets up in the morning. He wants some water to get some dirt off of his hands, and he's putting his thumb in or his index finger. It doesn't make a difference. Whatever he's putting in, but he's not trying to be matir. He's trying to get the lichlech off. Below the tarim anamai nidman. So he holds that wouldn't be matam of the water. Why? This is eishal from again. So he has uh, rules and regulations of uh, how does he know that? can imagine some would argue. He says that the way you're trying to, uh, to, to get it off, the, the reason you're touching it has nothing to do with Ruach Tuma activity. The only right we have that's no good is, the Mechaber says, you can't do is if you put your hand inside to be a and that's not a way to be a Matayim, then you're Matayim the water. It was a but if you incidentally put it in for a different reason, he holds it's not an issue. If you hold like that, this wouldn't be a raya because if his thumb accidentally touched it or as you were saying, as you're pouring, maybe your fingers go in, that would be incidental according to the Yishlavam. That wouldn't be an issue anyway. But it's a chiddish and he points out, again, I think rightfully so, we don't care how your thumb or finger got in, the water would become tummy. You never have to be careful. Shulchan Aram is saying, be careful because it's a riot from Shikshuch, how you die when you put it in to Pimatire them, which doesn't work. You're time in the water the first time. Therefore, who had in any finger, not like the Eshel Avram. So the Pashas is that you're touching the outside of the Kli and it doesn't transfer the Ruch Ruh to the inside of the Kli. That was, Ellie, you were still asking something before? No, that did that, did that satisfy? Why? The water. To me, the water is like. 
Still on the outside of the clay. Now you're still the slushy tussle. Three nights ago, you asked about the tumor going down the next level. So that kasha is lishi tussle. Forget, forget the chiyita ma'im alzara and the machshel the kavatuma and the rishon change lishi. So was a separate sugyas. Not nagei. So why is it? Do your hands have to be dry when you do tussle? No, that's I say. It's not nagei. Bread all things not again. Yeah, washing for bread has to do with tumah v'tayra. Because the whole thing is a srach tumah, and your dayim are are, are going to be a kabel tumah. I mean, do a bana. Yeah, that's a tumah v'tayra. So yeah, yeah, this is not. But lishi tasla. At least you're consistent from last year to this year. It's a good sign. Are we concerned? Uh, yeah. Are we concerned with? Needs a chiber? No. You guys are real. I'm done. You're you holding in the. Mishnah uh, Yisatiris or something? No, this is no, no <laughs> You can rig one up at home, you're very handy. But his point is, and this is the Pashim shot, he says, it can't be true. This, this thing can't be going through items. As again, it's two rayas. The Taz says, you can touch, touch your eyelids, not a problem. You're using a hefsik baguette, it's not going through the baguette. By the way, somebody should have asked, he's touching his eyelids, and maybe he shouldn't go through the eyelids. That, that they don't say. Even he doesn't say that. Just want to point out an important. Maybe he's, he's saying his eyes are open. Eyelid. No, maybe he's touching the... Right, maybe, but it sounds like even touch the eyelid that's already close up, camping arrived one way or another, but the eyelid, again, like the peel of the orange, is part of the body. We're talking about a separate item. There's water, and then there's a clay. They're two different items. The eyelid might be bolted to the thing, and that might go through. Like the pre, like he was, he was mouthful with the pre in the, in the orange. Yeah. Again, you're asking two of a tire again, but I'll let you finish the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wonder about this. Like, it's. You bet, I, first of all, I once had a fear I'm going to come home with now. Of course not. 40 saw. Of course not. If you have a sheriff in your hand, is what no, to discuss. No, no, no. no. Let's what? You mean if you didn't wash Megabasa? Right. Two different tumors. No shaykhs. I wouldn't drink it. <laughs> I would, no, because it has nothing to do with the two of a tire of Kerry and of uh, anything else you're being retired. And no shaykhah. Close your ears, hold your nose, and uh, go to the mikvah. Uh, it's not. Uh, by the way, most people go to the mikvah wash Negevass in the morning. I would say the vast, super majority. Uh, I'd almost say 100%. It would be kind of strange. I yeah. Go first. <laughs> uh, um, it's no no shackles. It, it really one. Way, that's why this is this sugya is only ruach raw. That's we're not used to this, but ruach raw dances to a different tune. And the gemara says the gemara says you can't dictate policy, you can't extrapolate policy. It's its own uh, independent, independently owned and operated. Well, it's not independently owned. It's the first both of the world, but it's independently operating according to the own, its own rules, and, um, and you can't compare the two. So I, one less thing to worry about every Yom Kippur, by the way. Uh, so I'm glad you glad you asked. Okay, let's continue. Hey, let me call Dvarno. Next column. Which, as we mentioned, might be also a different sugya tomb of Tyre. Even though that's not regular tomb of Tyre in Yemeshnayas with Rishon Shani Shlishi, but it might not be the same. The fact that you hold that it's also over here might not be true over there, or vice versa. It's also my colleagues over there when you leave it under the bed. And it doesn't help to be mechaset. Lama hani kisui. Kam kam naga v'kli shamuna b'sarcha eichlin. 
If you have something under your bed in camp, you bring all your water supplies. Used to be they used to bring all their snacks, but now the canteens sell everything, and they do very well. I announce this every summer before the summer for all the bacher. Remember, I announced this, and everybody came up with me afterwards. I can't believe it. Everybody does that. And it used to be food also. Now the kids don't buy food. You take your father's credit card, spend money in the canteen, not you. Uh, and uh, nobody brings food anymore, but the canteen has much better food. But they have water bottles and things like that, and they put it under the bed. It doesn't help it. It's sealed. It doesn't help it. It's in a kli. And the Ruach Ra gets to anyway. Shaisa said, I'll say, but you not. That's my chlorikis, and Baltashvis is a serious sister. And you've got to weigh the two and ask a shaisa. Over here, he's making a contrast. He said, over there, even though it goes through, over here, he thinks it does not go through. And if you touch the outside, it didn't touch the inside, it is okay. Af lechatchila. It doesn't affect the inside. However, he still goes back to the right. If you have an orange, and the orange will be peeled, or the apple will be peeled, because it's one unit, and then if you want to eat it after that, and others are machmer. So now we're back to, now they got the halacha straight, we're back to square one. What do you do with the Vilnagain story? Yeah. It's better not to, but it's certainly not worse. Well, the, the original, the original Gemara is talking about Eichlin, and the Gemara never spoke about Negevas on the bed. It is, it is a liquid, you're supposed to wash with things that are, that are tarred to begin with. It'll depend on whether this Ruach Tumah has any shaykh as the other Ruach Tumah, because if it did, we'd have a problem. It doesn't sound like it is, or we don't have a raya that it would be the same rock tumor. And besides, by the Eichlin, you have sheets, there's many sheets, there's a whole bit but it's okay, so it's hard to answer it over here. Unless you prove it's the same rock tumor, which you can't prove. So it's not a good deal, but uh, it's, uh, it's okay, but the like the sheet is, you can eat it, you can, you can wash with it. What do we do with the Vilna Gain story with Abzalman? Go to page 18. You'll see a very interesting possibility. So this is Das Naita Shailas that were asked to Abchayim. And look at the short Shaila on the top. Chuva Tov Aleph Iser. Our Shaila. Short answer, Rakish and Ageh Ba'echlan Atzman, as we assumed in the previous Chuva. And the question is, uh, what's with the Maisa? So we already saw that uh, in tiny you can't bring any raya from the game as the game was machmer for many things that the hamanam was not. The only problem I have with that is that the game was fully cognizant of uh, the Yisr about Tashkis, obviously, and if it was a personal chumrah and everybody else would eat it, then he would pass him for anybody else to eat it. So why did he say, cut it up and put it in the latrine, don't give it to a guy, why didn't they give it to a yid? So it sounds like he held there was really a problem. The question we have to figure out is what was that problem? Fizeh, go to the Makari Saber in the bottom, five lines in the second column. Fizeh. Lamadim yu uvdazu kame hochsa gavir to alush. Das agrosh nagia yadayim lanatulas says gamadiyavit. So, first thing it sounds like from this story is that the gain holds the foods also bidiyavit. It's not only the gain as we saw. Bey, shagam beshinus hayen dina hochi. This I don't think is mochuch. We don't know when Rav Zalman came. We don't know if Rav Zalman fell asleep. And we don't know if Rav Zalman touched it. <coughs> He came to visit the guy by day. How do you know he wasn't there for the Suda? How do you know the Suda? So you wanted the time that the guy finished the Suda before Shkia, Shkia of the guy. So that. 
Yeah, so, but you don't know when the Shalachmanus <laughs> came, and then if you were Rab Zalman, the very close Tom of the Gun, and you came for Perm Shalachmanus, how long would you stay? Probably not five minutes. So I, I don't think anybody could prove exactly when it happened, and you were timing he finished his Suda by, by Shkia. We take Zemachlekes uh, by Ritzay, which we use every Shabbos come on, which is not a double parashit, and people think it's a double parashit, it's actually a big machlekes. We paskin that if you finish all shudas after shkia and even after tzais, you can still say ritzay. It happens to be machlekes. There is a mile of finishing earlier, but it's not really nagaya because most people like learning Shabbos afternoon, they dive in the halavai, they start shal shudas three minutes before shkia. So we generally make a on that, but it's a shayla by every suda, and it would be a shayla by alanisim also. So I agree with you. I think the guy probably would finish his suda beforehand if he wants to avoid that shayla. There are many reasons to be asked for the minigaylam that we have our suda way into the night, and most of our suda, and the problem is sometimes all of our suda, and when I've watched before shkia, that's not too good. But they're inyanim to going into shushan prayer, perhaps that doesn't mean the guy did it, but you can't prove it. Number two, base. Which I don't really think proves anything. Dimul. This is being written by the author that has the Shaiva, not taken from Abchaim. Gimel. And the biggest issue, which we're struggling with, sounds like the guy in hell that even though he touched the bowl, it's still going to be an issue with the food. This is. Um, Tintum Hanefesh, but uh, for the thing, no, it's still crackling, okay. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to check the quality before you send it out. That was the original riot we had. Is that Yad Legigis doesn't say it's touching the Shechar, it doesn't say it's touching the beer, it's touching the vat holding the beer. It sounds like the Ruach Ruach transfers from there to the beer. That's the first and best Raya that it can transfer one level down. Amnon, Milvad Shemidivri Achayadam, Klaal Bey, Siv Bey, Zufa Bey, Olach, Mashal Hedges, Yad Legigis, Udim Yucha Begigis, Shechar, Vlobachal Echlin. And that's the way the Mishabur seems to be assuming the Beer Lacha. There's a special uh, magnified, if you'll call it, Ruach Ruach by the gigis. We don't know why, but there's something spooky going on with the gigis. And we're machma even to put the hand on the gigis because the past things is a raya that if you touch the gigis with a cloth then it doesn't, doesn't uh, cause any damage. But touch the gigis itself, it does. You even touch the shaykhah. So that would be a raya to sugi unless you say the gigis is different, which is what he's suggesting. Meaning any any nekev in the body. The Yad Legigis Sakana, page nineteen, in the footnote. Meaning even if you only touch the gigis. But over here he wants to taina since it's in the same sentence as the touching of the food, that he meant you're touching the beer itself. And it doesn't mean the outside. It's, his pshara is like you have to touch. Pia gigis means the opening. So 
he's toning down the Chiddush Vagig. He says, not if you touch the outside. If you put your hand in the opening, he admits he didn't touch the beer, but it doesn't mean the outside. He's even trying to tone down the Chiddush by Gigis. Now here, he quotes Bisek Shal, the son of Rav Chaim, and he says that uh, there's something wrong with the way the story is understood. Because if this is talking about Ruach Ruach of Shina, then Stam, it's hard to understand. Well, everybody else assumes in the story that the guy in hell that washing it off doesn't help, even by a pre. We don't find any way they quote the Gra that holds this wouldn't work, even though this the story seems to say it wouldn't work. He says, if it's a Ruach Ra that comes by Shina even by day, which the Machaber has already a suffix on, you'd have to at least sleep Shishin Nishmin. Different Shitas. This is conjecture. So this is a Chiddush. I don't know. It's interesting. It doesn't say he slept a half hour. It doesn't say he didn't. It doesn't say he did. It doesn't say how long he slept. And we need, let's assume we need a shear of a half hour to be a problem of Ruach Rab. So he says it's mashma that this is not the Ruach Rab. We're nervous about this is not the problem. The farish is a chiddush, but an interesting possibility to answer all these kashas. The sugi had nothing to do with touching food or plates with food in it when you didn't wash nagavasa. Because these kashas, kasha number one is the shnasa v'diavid, maybe the guy in hell that did. Kasha number two is by yom is less chamer to suffolk anyway. Uh, we should not see suffolk. He's assuming it's by day. I don't know if it's a kasha, but. These are his rayas that we have the story wrong. Uh, the issue of how long he fell asleep, he says he has to fall asleep a half hour, or maybe he did. He's assuming it's not mashma like that. None of these rayas, in my mind, necessarily prove that the story is not being understood correctly, but he holds that there's another possibility over here. What, what happened? He says they weren't talking about, they weren't concerned about Ruach on the hands. Ella midin, first line is Ella. Ella midin ayachlen shatachas amita. It's the other sugi of Ruach Ra of Eichlin under a bed. What bed? Who mentioned the bed? So his uh, theory is, I know, he's assuming, possibly, that a bed is lavdafka. It means any Eichlin underneath a person is sleeping. This is a big chiddish, very nogea to people who travel on airplanes. Airplanes, they don't give you a whole lot of room. And if you don't get on first, because usually you're davening mincha before you're bored, you don't have too much room in the overhead compartment. So they tell you, just put it in front, and then the store just comes by and tells you, you can't keep that there, sir. We're taking it off. Okay. Does, so, it doesn't matter if you're the person sleeping or something. Uh, you're on El Al. The guy in front of you is probably Jewish. And uh, yeah, so he's suggesting... I think it's a fascinating theory, and this is Son of Chaim's Yerushalmi That's why we're going through it because it's going to answer the kashas. But you don't have to say this theory to move away from the stand-up shot of the story. They're talking about Ruach Ra due to lack of Negevaser. You got to assume a lot of things. I think each one of these assumptions are are a chiddush. 
If you assume that by day it wouldn't have been a problem and therefore it's fair, and the guy holds it would have been Mutabidyev and that's why it's fair, and he holds he didn't sleep a half hour and that's why it's fair, and you, then you switch gears and say, we're talking about sleeping under a bed, well, what's the problem there? It was not a bed. So then you have to start <coughs> assuming to say this part of the story that it's not a bed in a bed. Not everybody agrees with that at all. As a matter of fact, many disagree, and they talk about airline seats, where certainly in coach, they're made also for sleeping. If you take nine sleeping pills, maybe. I don't suggest that. Please don't do that. That's dangerous and prohibited by law. But uh, those things are not... You also sleep there, okay. You can argue. Most people sleep there? Yeah, most people sleep there on a 12-hour flight. Most people end up falling asleep because you can't not. You have nothing else to do. Made for sleeping? I think most people, certainly by coach even in a noisy business class, uh, to point to get on a plane, point seat, oh, I'm glad they have beds. No one would say that. That's a chair. It happens to go back slightly. How slightly? Sometimes 5% incline, sometimes 70%, sometimes 90%, depending where you are and what airline you're on. It's not a bed. So he's assuming that it's not a dinner a bed. It's a dinner wherever you fall asleep, whatever is underneath is tummy, which would make the food in your carry-on that's tucked underneath the guy in front of you all now problematic with chatrilam, you can wash an agavasser on the fruits there, but your sandwich is not redeemable. And then it's okay with David, according to the Mishabura, but he agrees to that. So you can go with it. But we assume that that's not a problem. Is it better to put it in your overhead compartment? Yeah, because why get into the shayla? But he's starting off to redo the story with an assumption that it's not a dinner in a bed, they get it to airlines, they get it to buses, Greyhound still travels, as does Amtrak, I think. They even have, well, Amtrak has sleepers. Yeah, that's a bed. But the seats, Pashas, are not necessarily a bed. And it also brings you to your baby carriage, which has a netted basket underneath where all you do is put food in there. That's primarily what it's used for. So there you have the excuse that it's not a Gilchinach. Better not be, or else why are you wheeling him around? Uh, it's not a Gilchinach. You have the Shochanach Harav. It's not Chayv Negavas yet. It's not uh, full Kedushan of the Shama. You asking? I don't understand the Mitzvahs. He fell asleep on the table. How is no, so he, I didn't get to that yet. So he's going to get to, we've got to save it for tomorrow night, but he fell asleep, uh, give me a bowl. Uh, he fell asleep like this. So he's going to tie her that a bed is lavdavka, and just whatever you're sleeping on top of, so you're sleeping on top of this, and therefore, it's a chiddish, it's a chiddish in both directions. To avoid the first shot, he's got to build up a, a reason why you have to say it can't be the first shot, and the second shot's going to be a chiddish, but we will admit to Shem address it. Tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, try to get a business class or first class seat. Sure. You're flying tonight.